0: Hello, my name is Dina Hardy and I'm the current president of the Dukes Club. I'm delighted to be introducing the Dukes Club Soundbite podcast. We'll be kick our podcast series during the global pandemic of COVID-19 with our Keeping Well series. The aim of this podcast series is to provide trainees with support during this difficult time with an emphasis on mental and physical well-being. We have a range of interesting speakers who will be giving you short sound bites into how we can achieve that during this time. Keep well, everybody. Eva Doherty is a practicing clinical psychologist and director of the Human Factors and Patient Safety Training, Research and Assessment Programme, at the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland. In this episode, she talks about creating psychological safety and looking after team members during the COVID nineteen crisis. We have quite a unique program whereby our all our trainees attend for an eight-year longitudinal training program in human factors in patient safety, and we train them in principles of. Effective communication, teamwork, leadership, decision making, error, all those topics that you might associate with the phrase non-technical skills. So I've been asked to speak about how in these times of very heightened stress to do with the coronavirus outbreak, How is it possible to look after team members and to monitor them for both their physical and their psychological health? And how is it possible to create an atmosphere of psychological safety? And I think for a lot of team leaders, it probably is going to entail a bit of a paradigm shift in that those consultants and trainers who perhaps like to work as maybe more light touch leaders where they like to give a lot of autonomy and independence to their team members, may have to shift somewhat and take a more active role during this very difficult time. And so I'm going to go through some essential principles of how to go about this. And then I'm going to speak a little bit about What is known about how to create an atmosphere of psychological safety in your team? And at the end of this podcast, I'll recommend a couple of resources that I've come across, which I have found to be really good. And um, you'd be glad to know they are brief uh, and to the point. So the first thing to embrace, I think, is how important it is to be visible And again, this might be a paradigm shift because I think a lot of team leaders uh, may be taken up with administration, board meetings and various kinds of meetings. And so they're now going to have to be more on the floor. And it's quite likely that senior team leaders will be involved in triage teams in terms of making some of these really difficult ethical decisions about who gets ven- a ventilator or end-of-life care, etc. So being more visible is recommended as, as a key principle. This obviously is going to mean that there's going to be a lot of pressure on, on you as a team leader. And so it is really going to be important to look after your own self. As Peter Brennan said in a previous podcast, you know, it it really is like being on a plane and, and applying the oxygen to yourself first before you look after your own children. So the following principles are important and will help with reflecting, I think, uh, on your role as, as a leader of your team during this really hard time. The first thing is to think about what is your communication strategy? Consider the importance of having regular, brief times for communication, maybe in the form of a huddle, maybe in the form of sending around emails on a regular basis. It's important to ensure that your team members have adequate PPE, that they have time for breaks, that they're getting enough sleep, and that they have access to psychological resources. It's important to figure out that there is Opportunities for peer support, we know from the evidence, it's one of the most effective means of preventing any psychological problems in the future. So a daily buddying um, system may be going on between um, more senior staff and with junior staff. In terms of looking after patients, it will be critical that team members feel that they have the necessary skills to manage some of the really difficult communication challenges in terms of discussing end-of-life care situations and communicating with the relatives of very sick patients and how to improvise when actual direct contact may not be possible. Fundamentally, I think it's going to be really critical to normalise Psychological um, responses. This is an unprecedented situation that we find ourselves in, and it really is okay not to be okay. And if people feel that they are, you know, at breaking point, this should be normalized. I'll speak a little bit about that later when I'm talking about psychological safety. It's possible to kind of categorize our needs from very basic needs up to more higher, more sophisticated psychological needs. And so if if you think about that, are your team members, are there basic needs being looked after? Are there resources for them to to consult with to help to kind of boost themselves? Is there information uh, freely available? Is there support out there? Do you have psychologists in your hospitals who are offering psychological first aid? And if so, can you tap into that? And finally, only offer psychological one on one intervention for those who really need it. It's not necessary. And in fact, it is not good for people uh, to feel pressurized to get this one on one counseling or support when in fact they are coping. Finally, I want to say a little bit about psychological safety. Amy Edmondson is the person that's most associated with this work. And there is increasing evidence accumulating that it is the the teams that are the most psychologically safe that perform the best. And paradoxically, they are the teams who are comfortable with discussing when things go wrong. More. And so on the face of it, they may look like they have more problems, where in actual fact, there is a better atmosphere and a more open atmosphere towards discussing these things. And there are three recommendations that Amy makes to creating a psychologically safe team. And the first principle that she recommends is the idea of framing everything as a learning problem and making uncertainty okay. And so everything that we do is all about learning how to do it better. There's no expectations that everything is, if you like, done and dusted and achieved. It's We're always in a learning zone. And then the second principle is to acknowledge one's own fallibility. And we know this from psychological research, which has shown that models And obviously team leaders are models, models who demonstrate a small area of, if you like, fallibility or having to struggle or not being exactly sure, but who have ways of overcoming a difficulty. They are very, very impactful models uh, for others and promote learning. And finally, the principle of always modeling curiosity and always wanting to investigate and to go further and to be able to tolerate the level of uncertainty that is required to do that. The US veterans recommend the monitoring of team members. So just keeping an eye and watching people and looking for signs that people are withdrawing, not displaying usual reactions. Maybe people are overly irritable than usual seem overly anxious than usual, or um, perhaps are not coming to work. Those kinds of signs which may indicate that somebody is not coping. And that kind of monitoring is really important. So I hope that those principles are helpful to you to reflect in your very challenging role going forward in supporting your team and in creating this atmosphere of psychological safety and that it's okay not to be okay. A couple of resources that I've come across, which I have found to be really helpful. One is traumagroup.org. Another and really helpful one is the psychological needs of healthcare staff as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. And that's um, online in the British Psychological Society's website. And then the final resource is produced by the U.S. veterans and so it is on their website which is www.ptsd.va.gov and look for managing healthcare workers stress associated with the COVID-19 virus outbreak. As well as this look to your own hospitals for resources. So I hope that this has been helpful as some lots of people have said, and I'm sure you've heard this before, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon, but it will end. Thank you for listening to Keeping Well, the Duke's soundbites. Health and wellbeing tips for medical staff. We're planning to release weekly episodes for as long as needed during the COVID-19 pandemic. As always, please share this podcast with your colleagues if you think they will benefit from it, And best wishes from all of us at the Dukes Club, representing doctors training as colorectal surgeons in the UK and Ireland.